This is Science Friday. I'm Charles Bergquist, and for Ira Flato, it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KER St. Louis Public Radio Iowa Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. If you've ever been to a historic New England town, you know old neighborhoods there tend to have a certain look. You'll see a lot of detached houses and frame construction, probably with wood siding or shingles, a lot of red brick chimneys, and towns and historic districts are really protective of that look. Don't try to build a shiny modernist building on a historic small town street. But what happens when the desire to keep that historic look rubs up against the desire for modern amenities like solar panels? Eve Zukoff is an environment reporter for CAI in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. Welcome back to Science Friday, Eve. Hi, thanks for having me. So you're out on Cape Cod, which has a historic district of some 80 square miles containing 45,000 or so residents. What's the rule on solar panels there? The rule is that they need to create a, quote, minimal visual impact on a neighborhood, which is immediately where it gets complicated because there are a half dozen towns that make up the whole historic district and each town makes its own decisions. So a homeowner with their solar contractor might submit a proposal, go to a historic committee hearing and say, is it okay if my solar panels show just a little bit from the front of the house on the front of the street uh, during the winter when the leaves are off the trees? For one town's historic committee, the answer may be yes, no problem, but then for another, the answer may be no, which is where residents get really frustrated. Yeah, so what is the argument that's coming from these historic committees? How are they basing their refusals? Well, the arguments range from kind of economic to sentimental. Uh, The historic committees say it's important to understand history, and a great way to do that is to preserve the buildings that were once lived in by merchants and sea captains. And it's really good for our seasonal economy. Uh, I talked with Jim Wilson, who helps run the Old Kings Highway Regional Historic District Committee, and he said the Cape is full of tourists and second homeowners who come here to see our beaches, yes, but also spend their money in the quaint historic villages. When you start messing with the street view of your house, we have a legal right on behalf of the public to make a judgment of the appropriateness of it, whether or not it fits and will be harmonious in the neighborhood. So that kind of brings up the second half of his argument. The historic committees only regulate the front of a home. If you want solar panels in the back of your roof or a trampoline park in your backyard, like, go have at it. (laughs) So it's not against solar as such, but the look of the solar. Exactly. The Historic District Committees review applications for any change in the exterior of buildings and structures as seen from the front. That includes fences and signs. They review applications for new construction or demolition. And I will say the Historic Committees, another thing they they kind of tout to defend themselves here, is that they did recently make changes to accommodate solar. Now homeowners who want to install All black panels on all black roofs on houses built less than 75 years ago. They don't have to plead their case to town historic committees anymore. Still, homeowners make the point that if the back of their roof isn't south facing or if they have a tree issue in the backyard, they really need their solar on the front. Yeah. And to sort of play devil's advocate here, these neighborhoods are not completely historically accurate either. Presumably, you've got telephone poles and street lights and you've got modern cars parked out front and things like that. 
Right. Uh, And one step further, it's not like the whole historic district is all homes from the 17th century. Like you can drive through a movie set that way. No, no, no. There are homes in this massive district from the 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th and 21st centuries. So homeowners feel like, why are we pretending my modern farmhouse is something it's not? Do you have a sense of how many people these rules are affecting? How many people would want to do solar but can't? Well, again, there are 45,000 residents who live inside the district. And this is in the state of Massachusetts, where we have some of the highest electric bills in the country. So solar panels are cheaper in the long term for folks in this area. And they're also part of Massachusetts' overall goals to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and and reach net zero by 2050. Massachusetts wants to hit 40 percent renewable electricity by 2030. We're currently getting about 10 percent. So a major expansion is needed there. And if it's going to be more difficult for people on Cape Cod to get solar, there's an issue there. Yeah. So is, is there any kind of solution to this standoff? Well, there's this bill, right? And the overall goal of this bill making its way through the state house is to establish solar within historic districts across the state as a public necessity, just like utility poles and wires and other systems that are all across historic districts. But during a recent committee hearing, this bill was seen as kind of too wide ranging, that it could have a negative impact on much smaller historic districts. So eh, it's somewhere back to the drawing board. Um, The committee said, why don't you tweak the language a little bit and and come find us later? Uh, Something to keep an eye on. Eve Zukoff is an environment reporter for CAI in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. Thanks for being with me today. Thanks so much.